Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility, and I have one of your questions to answer this week. We haven't done this in a little while. I get this one a lot, and I totally get it. It's a fair question, and it's how fast can I lose weight? Now, when someone is ready to do something about their weight, they're often really at the point of desperation. They're upset. They may be disgusted. There's usually a lot of like very uncomfortable feelings around this, and they just want to get it off like immediately. Right now, I'm fed up, done. So really any answer that's not all of it by tomorrow just feels like a letdown. It's not what anyone wants to hear, and I totally get that. And I wish it could work that way, but bodies have physiology and inherent limitations, and so it doesn't quite work that way. And we've seen celebrities and others boast about 15 pounds in a week and more often, and we've seen advertisements about incredible weight loss in a very short period of time, and it's partially true. There are ways to trick the body into releasing lots of weight in a short time. But you know what happens just as fast? Regain. That is always the issue. When we think of losing weight, we don't mean losing it to find it again the next week. Right? When we decide to lose it, we want it gone forever. At least that's what I want for my clients. I'm not interested in hacking the body and the tricks people use to drop water weight or put the body in ketosis or do these sort of crazy things that make the body release water that ends up releasing muscle too. There's lots of sort of, like I said, like hacks that don't result in what we actually want. We want fat loss. We want permanent fat loss. So that's all we're ever talking about here. Not how to how to make the scale number go down when it's not reflecting fat loss. Okay, I I want to help my clients lose fat forever in a way that's healthy and respects her body, honors it, works with it, and not only her body, but her lifestyle. So the question, how fast can I lose weight, becomes how fast is healthy to lose weight? And I can answer that question. The short answer, the real true answer, even to that tweaked question, is it depends but I'm not going to leave you with that one. Just so you know, the average healthy weight loss is between a half a pound to two pounds a week. Now, the important word there is average and healthy, two important words. It's often how we gain the weight too. We don't usually gain it. In fact, it would be very hard to gain like 15 pounds in a week, but it often comes on you know, a half a pound or over a month, you notice you've gained five pounds or 10 pounds or that sort of thing. So it comes off and gains similarly physiologically. But again, it totally, the weight loss for each individual person totally depends. And I'm going to tell you now what it depends on. Okay. There's a lot of, a lot of things. 
It depends on your starting weight. So if you have more to lose, it could potentially go faster. It depends on your height in that same vein. The taller you are, the it's potential for faster. And it depends on your muscle mass. More muscle mass will lose faster. And these last three, the starting weight, the height, and the muscle mass is why men on average lose so much faster than women. So frustrating. But you can see it's physiologic. It's like biology it's, or it's math, really, <laughs> you know? And so that's why they can, they can lose weight a lot faster than women often. It also depends on your sleep. So are you getting seven or more hours? That helps weight loss. If you're a night shift worker versus a day shift worker, that can impact you. It depends on how much water you drink in a day. Mild dehydration has you holding on to water, ironically. So you can start to see where some of these things are modifiable, some are not. And so the things we can do things about, we will. But the other things, we don't then use them against ourselves. It also depends on your past dieting, but not in the way you may think. People will say that if you go on lots of crash diets that you ruin your metabolism. It's nuanced. It's more nuanced than that. The functioning of your metabolism isn't ruined. It's a process. But metabolism has to do with muscle mass. And when you do crash diets, you tend to lose muscle mass as part of the weight loss. That's a little bit of that hacking, right? Because if you're really restrictive on your calories, you're losing muscle because your body's using it for fuel, not just fat. So with those crash diets, you're losing water, fat, and muscle, okay? Now, if they're that restrictive that you're losing quickly, and that would include the muscle mass, then that's where you set yourself up to be on a diet and then off a diet, right? Because as soon as you don't have to restrict, as soon as you've hit that limit or as soon as you give up, whichever comes first, you go back to eating and guess what happens? You gain weight. Now, are you gaining muscle? No. I mean, you are if you're lifting weights and doing weight training, like lifting you know, heavy weights, like really working your muscles. But usually that's not what we're doing. We go on a crash diet, we lose muscle and fat. Let's say we lose 20 pounds. And we'll say 10 of it was fat and 10 of it was, five of it was muscle, five of it was water. Okay. So we've lost 10 pounds of fat, even though the scale says 20 pounds. And then guess how much we gain back? 20 pounds, not just the 10. And then that 20 pounds is fat. So we're a net loss of five pounds of muscle. That affects your metabolism. Because metabolism happens in the muscle, not only, but that's a... a, big locus of the metabolism. So if you now have five pounds less of muscle, your metabolism is affected. But that's how it works. It's not that you derange your metabolism in some other way. It's just that now you have less muscle. And so if you you could see that if you do that a bunch of times, you're losing muscle, losing muscle, losing muscle. And so now you just have, the, if you have the same weight, the percentage is higher of fat 
than of muscle. You've lost muscle over and over and over again. That's how that works. So if you have less muscle, that will affect how fast you're going to lose fat. That's just important to know. But that's modifiable too. You can build up your muscle. You can know how much fat you have, goals for fat loss. So that's just the math part of the crash dieting. But the other thing it depends on is how much diet trauma you've experienced. And this is little t trauma. And I don't love to use the word trauma because I know there's actual big trauma out there. But at the same time, this can very much affect us. We've already talked about physiologically, but psychologically, it's really hard to restrict ourselves, especially when our bodies have needs and we deny them. We force ourselves to restrict when that feels terrible. Physiologically, it feels terrible, and psychologically, it feels terrible. Part of the psychological terribleness is that we beat the crap out of ourselves. We're forcing ourselves to restrict. And then if we don't, we're mean. And if we do, and then inevitably we we go off of it because it's not possible to restrict that much. And then we can beat ourselves up then. Then we, we honestly can feel, we can literally get depressed, but also feel beat up and, and like a post-traumatic disorder. It doesn't usually reach the level of a disorder that would be diagnosable. But what I mean is there's post-trauma to the idea that you don't want to go on another diet, that that feels terrible. And I'm here to say, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think you're right. It does feel terrible. And no, and doing it, of course you don't want to walk back into the lion's den. Of course you don't. But there's another way. So depending on all these things, if you're traumatized, it's very hard to go back and to go into a, a situation where you want to lose weight and to do it in a different way so easily, easy breezy. It's not easy breezy. You have to sort of undo that diet mentality. And it does need to be undone in order for you to safely lose weight in a way that feels good to you and that's forever. So how fast you lose depends on all these things. And it depends on your life situation. Are you going on vacation? Are you moving? Are you in a a IVF cycle? Job, hobbies, activity level, like everything, it all factors in. So I definitely cannot say how much you will lose, how fast you will lose. But when I work with people, I can get a sense because I'm working with them. But I want to go back to the IVF cycles because hormones feel like they can affect weight loss. And the way that they affect weight loss is that if you hold on to lots of water. But you can actually continue to lose weight through an IVF cycle and you may not see it on the scale because you're holding on to water, but when you're done with the cycle and the hormones are gone, you will see the unveiling of the fat loss because the scale will show water. And sometimes in cycles, it's it can be so emotional. And if we don't have other ways of coping, if we don't have help, then there can be actual gain, fat gain also, but because there's a lot more eating involved. So all these things factor in. It really depends. How much you can permanently lose is up to so many factors. 
and each person will have a different combo of all those things that I just talked about. You won't know until you start. You start and you do the easy things first and you keep going and you change what makes sense when it makes sense. You start trusting yourself that you're not going to beat yourself up, that you're not going to put yourself in the position where, you, where you're going to beat yourself up. You're not going to put yourself in the position of restricting yourself. If you do this all with kindness, it really makes a difference here. You can undo some of the, the past if, you've, if you have that experience. If not, you just keep going forward. And then it doesn't matter what happens in your life because in terms of weight loss only, of course, because you can handle it with things other than food. But you have to learn how to do that. The other thing, remember, we talked about the average. So the average is a half to two pounds. So an average makes a big difference, right? Let's do a little example here. If a person loses 100 pounds in 18 months, amazing, by the way, they were 250, another 150. Amazing. Okay. So that's three quarters of a pound a week average for the year and a half. That certainly does not mean that every single solitary week for those 18 months, they lose three quarters of a pound. Boy, I wish it worked that way. That would be so predictable and lovely. But it could happen something like this, like they lose five pounds for two weeks and then two pounds for eight weeks and then one and a half pounds for 30 weeks and then one pound for 20 weeks and then half a pound for 18 weeks. But even that isn't realistic <laughs> because... More likely, some weeks will have no weight loss. Some, they'll hit a plateau for a little while. Some weeks they may gain. They may go on vacation and decide purposely to gain, and then they lose it when they come back. So there's a little more. I mean, it's, so it's just not in a straight line. There's a graph on my, my fitness pal that you can, you can put in your weight each week, and you can see the graph of weight loss. And it is always a sawtooth, always it's up, down, up, down, up, but the general trend is down. That's the way bodies lose weight. Bodies that live in our societies. And that's okay. That's not a problem. The whole thing that's fantastic about this person losing 100 pounds is the whole way down, they're losing weight. So every month, they're in a new place that they haven't been before. The 18 months would go by anyway. You might as well be losing weight if that's what you want. So you're working on it the whole time. You're practicing skills. You're not restricting. You're learning how to go to parties and do vacations and work stress and everything else the whole time. So you look back and it's an average, but it didn't look anything like a straight line. And remember, when it comes to fertility and weight loss, 5% is our magic number. Well, make sure to listen to the first episode of this podcast because I really talk about that in detail. But the 5% is where the physiology changes in a way that positively affects the hormones we want changed. That's the key. So someone who weighs 250 needs to lose only 13 pounds to make a huge impact. 
Now, 13 pounds may sound like a lot, but it is absolutely doable. It really, really is. If you've been trying and, and losing the same five pounds over and over again, 13 can feel like a lot, but it is possible. And it's doable in a way that's not traumatic and gives you s- skills to keep going, to have a healthy pregnancy, lose weight if that makes sense for you in pregnancy, and beyond. That's how we do it here with Weight Loss for Fertility. And at stephaniefinemd.com, that's how we do it. With that in mind, you're forever and you're now. Because it has to feel okay to you. We cannot do scare yourself into weight loss, force yourself into weight loss. It does not work. So I invite you to lose weight with me. Go to stephaniefinemd.com, click the lose weight with me button. You can reach me on Instagram too. And start losing weight now because it definitely takes longer the longer you put it off. (laughs) If you don't start, then it definitely takes longer. And you really can do it in a safe way. It's safe for your body and it's safe for your heart. The whole you is involved here. And it's, you really, honestly, you can do this. There's a different way. If you're listening to me, I know you know that. Somewhere in you knows there's a different way to do it. And you're right. There is. I would love to help you with that. I am sending you so much love. Keep sending in your questions. Instagram is a great place, at stephaniefinemd, or you could always contact me on stephaniefinemd.com, F-E-I-N. I love you so much, and I am just wishing you a fantastic week. Mwah. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.